genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with Cap. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. It is the thrice weekly podcast. Three days, three minutes every day, three times a week, where we are talking about the 1993 Ninja Turtles sequel of a sequel. That's right. It's the one where they time travel. It doesn't have a name. At this point, I kind of wish it did because I'm sick of making excuses for why this one doesn't have a name. I am your host, Scott Tofty. Uh, with me, as always, are our turtle co-hosts. Wait a minute. We are missing a Chris O'Connor today, ladies and gentlemen. Chris wasn't able to make our session today, but we've got Adam here. I mean, at least we've got Adam here, right? <laughs> at least we've got Rachel here. That's that's just the cherry on top of the sundae, if, if I if I do say so myself. If you're the cherry, then the sprinkles would be this guy, Mr. Sean Jaffe, is joining us again Friday, taking the Chris chair. At least we've got Rachel here. <laughs> and and uh, I'm just the guilt you have afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I am the persistent bloating and the lactose intolerance. Anyway... Uh, we are here talking minutes 61 through 63 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, uh, and uh, we're going to wrap up the week here. We start with some hockey hooliganism, which is a fun word to say and some great alliteration. That is some ends, fun alliteration. Ends with Raphael making a small child cry, which if I saw a giant talking turtle walk into my house, I would probably be scared too. Although There's this a picture. not scared. There's a picture of me as a little, little kid sitting on the Easter Bunny's lap, just completely <laughs> losing my mind. Just I substitute was... the Easter Bunny with a Ninja Turtle and yeah. you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as we talk through these minutes here, we'll, we'll kind of go chronologically through this. Uh, the very first thing we see is the results of Casey Jones' hockey training, quote unquote, uh, and it Basically, the only thing that these four honor guard witnessed during their uh, hockey viewing was the fighting, which, I'm not going to lie, is the best part of hockey, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. And uh, the overpriced beer and hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert, but yeah, it's, it seems like, you know, you, you know it's definitely a, a draw. Yeah, it's why a lot of people watch. Yeah. yeah. That, that saying, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Mm. It didn't just come from nowhere. <laughs> uh, I do like the circus, the hockey organ music behind them as they're fighting. And Casey's got that like old school goalie mask on. Uh, I had that exact mask, same right? goalie mask. I think everybody at some point probably had that mask. And yeah, Sean, it is the wrong one. Like, why is it not the Casey Jones mask? That's what I wanted. Well, isn't there some sort of weird thing with like his action? Maybe the, 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 there's some sort of whole thing with the mask. I, again, no idea. 
but like I know they can't take the mask off of the action figure because of Elias Kataeus, right? Isn't that a thing? Well, mm. yeah. Uh, so maybe the mask has like special rights. It's definitely like a mask they made for the movie. <laughs> so nobody oh talks to the masks people and they're like, no, you can't use it. And then three, you know, the mask was in the Weird. first movie and it felt like mm. it had made all the artistic contribution that it was going to make to the, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. And I the like mask exclusively does like merchandise films now. I like the idea that the mask like has an agent who's just like you can't afford him, kid. <laughs> and and you got him on we, the way up, but he's a star based now. On, based on recent interviews where um, Judith Hogue did the reunion, we know for a fact that Elias Kataeus has the mask. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if he has it now, that means he probably had it back in ninety one, ninety two. I would assume so. So I guess, I guess he didn't want to be like, you know, I have the mask. I can just go get it from home or without admitting that he stole something from set. <laughs> hmm. Oh, Maybe. good point. Someone's like, we it? lost it. We don't know what happened to it. And he's just like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, and then he finds it like 20 years later during a movie. And he's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done that. Uh, it was on top of the dresser the whole time. Oh. Where, you, where you like borrow a thing from a friend. You're like, I don't know where it is. And then you're cleaning yeah, it like, or whatever. It's always a thing where it's like. This no longer can help me. Like this would have yeah. been hugely important five years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I've found it, and it's way too I've, late. I've done that with clothes, where like I'm looking for a specific thing and I can't find it, and I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna buy it again. Yeah. And then <laughs> I suddenly have two of the same thing. Well, at least I do that with groceries, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a moment where the guys are hockey fighting, and one of them like he's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop. What's that over there? And he fakes the guy out, and then he just attacks him. I'm like, that's you've you're an American now. You've fully integrated <laughs> into our society. Yeah. When you start pulling For three, what it's fits. worth, once again, I'm gonna say, look over there. I think probably predates America. I'm gonna say it kind of predates thumbs. Would you say that's the oldest trick in the book? <laughs> it's got to be one of them, right? Yeah. It's one of the older tricks. In the it's book. actually the trick that the guy was like, I should write a book about these tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I said this before, but I do think that like it's important to note that that seems to be the go-to move for the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, making it a very <laughs> old trick. And it works like like six out of six films <laughs> every time a velociraptor is like hey check me out everybody's like ah oh, a single velociraptor with no others around i'm going to approach it <laughs> it works the, yeah perfectly. the amazing thing about that is even in the instances in movies where that doesn't work where the guy's like look over the gear oh look over there and someone's like i'm not falling for that then something's actually that's behind true it's inevitable them. that something's actually so there's them. like there's like a hundred percent chance of, of damage being done in that scenario when you play that card. What a great yeah! Look, look over there, look over there is right up there with here. Hold this with some of my favorite tricks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, uh, we did have it. Wasn't there a here? Hold this on like Ninja Turtles season one. We were talking about so. fighting techniques, and Chris is like, yeah, giving someone a bag to hold. And then smacking them is uh, a totally legitimate fighting technique. What the heck was that? Turtles two? It might have been Turtles two. That sounds like a Turtles two bit. But like, yeah. but look over there. I think is actually on the cover of the book. Like, like the book is called Tricks. Kitsu. Look over there and other useful yeah. tricks. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Adam just named the episode. <laughs> look over there and other useful tricks. So. Yeah. 
A guide to hooliganism. <laughs> a, a guide to, to tricks. Although a friend of mine had this like unusually smart border collie, and the dog wouldn't fall for the, hey, look over there. Like, if you pretend to throw a thing or be like, oh, look, there's mommy. The dog was like, mm-mm. That's well, a smart the, dog. The trick to getting the dog to fall for the only pretending to throw the ball thing is you have to throw the ball more times than you pretend to throw the ball. Right. Yeah. If Fair. you only ever pretend to throw the ball, he's like, you you're pretending to throw the ball. Yeah, no, this dog would this dog would lock eyes with whoever was holding the ball, and she was like, I know you have that ball. <laughs> Richard, not look falling. at me. Look at me, Richard. Yeah. This is perjury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to require um, a, ni- a notarized letter from the, the ball thrower on this one, Richard. <laughs> Flag of the play. So we get a cut to a uh, walker signing some sort of contract and he pours his little pixie dust over it and then uh there's a shot of one like a priest who's just like oh my god i can't believe he's signing it so it's this i don't know the term for it but it's this like type of powder that sets the ink because the ink is still wet so they sprinkle something on the ink old timey and they didn't have ballpoint pens what a weird thing to be accurate about yeah, yeah, right? They've things. been accurate about nothing This movie so picks far. weird historical things that it just drills down on, like a junior high schooler, where they're like, no, I know this. <laughs> and they're going to make this a major, but like, oh, there were English people in Japan at the time. I know that, and it's a big like, plot point for us. Like, we all know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the right? cell, but like... Do I remember Long Division? No. no. It picks some weird hills to die on. It, it, and again, it, it seems to me that like something was like, well, how do they speak Japanese? Or like, you know, and it would have been so easy to be like, I don't know, the time travel machine has a translator on it. But no, they were like, we're going to go to this specific time where there are English speaking ninjas. And again, just nobody's going to question the whole weird mutant turtle thing because, you know, there's a Japanese myth for that. So we're good. But there, there's a there was a moment in the writers' room where someone said, "Yeah, but wouldn't the ink like smudge around?" <laughs> <laughs> there's a PA somewhere who this was like their one job, and they're just like, "But guys, that's not how it works. Yeah. The ink's gonna smudge around when it get out." <sighs> yeah, you we'll have them now. Put you're fired fairy from dust Ninja on Turtles it. Thank forever. you, thank you for that. You're fired, and you're never gonna work in this town again. <laughs> Um, but there's a very long amount of time devoted in this movie to a contract signing. And Adam, I don't know about you, but I keep waiting for someone to like flip the table and like spear someone through a paper wall. Yeah, K- Kane's going to pop out from the middle of the <laughs> ring and pull someone down. Yeah, you don't do contract signings without violence ensuing, right? So fun fact, that powder is called pounce, and it was often made of powdered cuttlefish bones. Aww, Gross. Cuddle. Yeah, and it was used to both dry the ink and sprinkle on a rough writing surface to make it smooth enough for writing. Hmm. I also right. like that that Lord Nor- Noriaga has this like little garbage pail kid toy <laughs> that he uses to sign the stamp. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's got a little toy. He's got a rack behind him of just different variations of it. There's just a whole collection of them. It's all the same stamp, but like different little guys on top. Yeah. He has a, he has the whole set. A bunch They're of like little wine cashies. bottle toppers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So as we're scrolling through the minute here, we sign the contract. Noriaga's like, "Hey, uh, uh you, we fine. We're we're gonna buy your guns. We want your guns." And then he turns to Walker and he's like, "By the way, my dungeon's crowded. 
could you please murder a whole bunch of people so I don't <laughs> have to imprison them <laughs> for a like, children's movie? Oh, yeah. hey, could you um while we're talking, you know, like I got you, you know, I know you're on your way out, but like, could you um murder? Could you guys just um thank you? Yeah, can you take care of those people that are there, please? Just, you know, gonna need you to murder. Yeah, let's not it's forget like, it's the like stakes the- in this children's film. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second movie, they're like, we don't want people using ninja weapons because you right. Know. And in this movie, they look directly into the camera and go, "We're going to kill as many people as we possibly can." Yeah, just to <laughs> kids save kids at home. <laughs> yeah, purely for housekeeping. On this one, Jeff. Um, Splinter can hear the past, which I think is really fun. He has a superpower that- we didn't know about. Yeah, that's one of his uh, new mutant abilities, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing evolution. Good for it's before he turns X-Men. into Splintazard, right? Splintazard. <laughs> next evolution. This is just X Men. Yeah, they're just in other world, and <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um. But like he he perks his ears up and he's like, oh, I hear danger. And Kenshin apparently this is a skill you learn through particles, kind of like you catch it like you catch COVID. You just he can hear now too. He goes Mitsu. It's clearly Mitsu. There's mm. danger. And not only are we talking like 300 years earlier, but the other side of the planet. Like, I just don't. This is hacky. It's hacky. Is there an astral plane that we're supposed to be aware of? Is this a spiritual thing? How are we hearing the well, past? Well, we, um, Splinter's been in the astral plane before. He he appeared in front of the turtles okay. in, in, in season one uh, through That's the campfire. True. He can That's do that. That's a good point. So maybe it's just anywhere the turtles are, he kind of has an idea of what's going on through some sort of Zenjariki rite of, like, you know, unilateral knowledge of his family. Mm. But it it is fascinating that it transcends space and time. It does. That is impressive. I forgot that there is a genuine, like, solid precedent beyond, like, you know, there seems to be a lot of stuff that kind of happens and then we're like, eh, move on. But that one, no, Let's, you're right. That backs yeah. up. It just, yeah, it, it seems to be far more powerful than we had originally assumed it <laughs> Let's to be. just chalk it up to the power of love and call it a day. Oh. It's a curious thing. Yeah. It's pretty kick astral. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh-huh. Ha-ha. No, power of right. love. This is a time travel movie. We're Dirt so, so close to Lord Simultaneous and so Dirt far Dirt. away. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Lord Simultaneous, then we, we cut to uh, this this renette knockoff time scepter thing and i still can't sean and i were talking about this off mic i still can't get past the uh they just built a replica it's like if i were to build or buy a wwe championship replica belt and then it was just like yeah i'm the champion now that's me now i, I win <laughs> well, more than like if you built like something airplane shaped in the backyard i would implore you not to go off a cliff in it you know what i mean correct yeah. it's <laughs> It's the same shape as the thing they have, but again, the thing they have is absolutely a magic item and probably one of the most powerful magic items in the known universe because it's a time machine and those are always whoa problems, right? (laughs) So they built it and they're like, it's time machine shaped. Up, we broke it. Moving on. Like, did you just forget to just lose these pages entirely? Was something else supposed to happen? It's such a weird little like interlude for no reason. They hit on this in a recent run of The Mask in the comics. There was a Matt Fraction run called I Pledge Allegiance to the Mask. And there's this mob boss who 
has been trying to get the mask, the, the whole story arc, and then towards the end just hires someone to recreate down to the molecule an exact replica of the mask. And he goes to put it on, it just nothing happens. Hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not it's the such thing. A, yeah. You it's knew like, this was going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I also like how the, 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 this is the whole plot device of this movie. Them, them getting this scepter and then them recreating this scepter takes up a huge part of the movie and they just drop it down a well. It's it's, it's almost so as if bizarre. you didn't need this entire part at all. Like it yeah. kind of just jumps in and fills up space. He's so hand waved where it's like, oh, I got it at a flea market. What? Yeah. Right. Excuse me? Like, again, <laughs> stop to consider the huge ramifications of that. Did Vincent you know, Price sell this to you? Why did you yeah, get this um, at a like it's utterly con- it but again, just eh, move past it. We got it at a flea market. Did How it come, come with a free Froger? <laughs> George Foreman grilled. <laughs> um, how come bad. like the owner never came back and was like, you know, by the way, that thing you bought, just maybe be careful with it. You know, did they not don't know feed what it they after have? midnight or right? Yeah, it's yeah. the same guy that sold the the Mogwai to. <laughs> Some ominous warning would have been nice. <laughs> just because common courtesy when you sell magical totems. Yeah, but I mean, presumably, like, but that's the thing. I and, and I'm, I'm okay with that because like. There is an ominous warning. I'm sure he made the ominous warning, and like, she was either distracted or like on her way out Ooh, the door. It's like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time travel, whatever. And like, she hey, had her head that's how it always happens. Again, and I would be totally she fine had with her that. Head knows things. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. I was like, well, here's your problem. Someone set this thing to time travel. Yeah, yeah. you just gotta switch. But again, there's should be on it should be set to evil the things that this movie is so keyed up about are so utterly insane where it's like yeah it's, it's mostly about this contract between uh an english merchant and and, and a feudal japanese lord and it's like you know there's ninja turtles in this right like all you need to do to introduce time travel is to just have the shredder show up one more time and be like ha yeah. screw you i wasn't dead time travel away boom we're done right that's, that's all why, it would have taken that's... <laughs> That's why I think this script was not a Ninja Turtles movie. No, it like definitely wasn't. Saying. And then, like, yeah, this, this was a script that got, put got thrown a, in there. Yeah. And this then thing got sp- put through a blender, like, a couple of times. And again, you spend the rest of the movie fighting a guy who uh, sells blunderbusses to Japanese feudal lords. Again, these are four mutants who spent <laughs> the last two movies taking down, like, an entire ninja clan and, yeah. like, other bigger mutants. And also Vanilla Ice. Yeah. And did they take yeah, him out? I thought they just sort of worked I mean, did you hear of Vanilla Ice after 1993? He <laughs> oh, has a dip. weird <laughs> Jason Voorhees-like quality of every, like, say, three to six years sort of popping up like, I'm not dead, with like some utterly <laughs> yeah. insane reality show where he's like, I'm going to eat an entire mountain made of meat now, or like, ah, I'm going to flip <laughs> a house and sell it to a wizard. So, Was like, he a- I, he's hard to he- kill. He did a couple of shows at Mar-a-Lago recently, so yeah. I think that might finally be the stake Ooh. through the heart. Well, I, I, again, I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody on that list as being dead, right? Like they they keep yeah. coming back in like such a slasher movie way, including you know the you know the king himself. Like all of them just keep like returning from the dead. It's like ah, you <laughs> thought you killed me, but I'm back, and now I'm gonna turn everybody into soup because it's what I do. So who the hell? Knows? I mean, yeah, that, it's that it's that Andy Kaufman thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as the turtles, first off, Michelangelo is like the only one in the room talking any sense. 
at all, saying that, like, this this isn't going to work and blah, blah, blah. But as he's fighting with Raphael over the scepter, you hear Leonardo do this, ay, 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 ay. And the only <laughs> thing I can think of is, isn't that Johnny Five from Short Circuit? Uh, no, it's the further. robot. It's Alpha Five. It's yeah, Alpha Five from, from right. but Al- Power, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. I thought that was, like, some... Because it, yeah, like Leo said, like it suddenly sort of was everywhere in the 90s, and it gave me the impression like it was this thing where, uh, you know, Foghorn Leghorn, the, 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 the chicken, <laughs> right? Whenever anybody yes. asked Mel Blank, he's like, I don't know, I heard some guy talking like that at a, like, yeah, that's where I got it was I heard like some guy talking like that at a, uh, at a, um, uh, not ventriloquist, what is it? Uh, vaudeville show. Okay. And that guy was apparently making fun of some like, you know, Civil War era senator. Yeah. So I think it's one of those where that's like, that's got to be a catchphrase that goes way back. Like, I'm thinking that's got to be something like some like, you know, like 1930s Dawn of the Talkies, like, ay, 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 I forgot the hat. You know, like, that's got to be a thing that like just keeps (laughs) returning as well. Like a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, it feels like it's something (laughs) that's had a lot of different lives. Or a George Bush impression. There you go. (laughs) Um. Or that book of tricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now on sale at tmntminute.com, the complete <laughs> anthology book of tricks. It's just, um, it's just a loose leaf notebook that we scribble in. <laughs> um, page one, the oldest trick. Raphael says, what a finkus, which I kind of love. Finkus. I think I he says, what a finkus, when uh, Michelangelo and he dropped the scepter. Um, and everyone has a poor reaction. Oh, no, no, no. He doesn't I just say, remember. He says Butterfingers. He says that he's oh, got that, that Butterfingers. Butterfingers. And he's what going, it, Butterfingers. It's wow. another one of your misheard quotes. It's one of my. Butterfingers. You curb scrubbing pukes. All yeah, of I Jurassic of Park those. is in your hands, and you have Whatafingus? <laughs> um, uh, I, I just remember being so openly frustrated by this as a kid watching this like even as a kid just like having that when are they going to get to the fireworks factory kind of moment of just like finally just getting frustrated being like why have i watched 60 some minutes of this movie if they were just going to throw the thing down a well yeah yeah it does seem like the last 15 minutes of their entire storyline was pretty inconsequential um there was, but then they, we they, get Mitsu. Mitsu comes in and she has bad news. She tells the turtles that in the morning the daimyo is coming and he's coming with guns. And the turtles don't like guns. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ninja Turtles 3. This is your gun control PSA movie. <laughs> this is your gun control. They're going to literally kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't have, we're, we're low on resources. Please keep your blunder bus in a safe location away from children or turtles. <laughs> um. Turtles sigh, they're unhappy. Raphael goes to a house, turns out to be Yoshi's house. Um, The shot of Raphael approaching the house, it bugs me because I'm pretty sure that's the stunt head again. Um, Or at least the puppeteer is not doing anything. Like any shot where the puppeteer is not moving any part of the face just looks awkward. It feels like the Henson puppeteers would have never let that fly. They would have never done a close-up shot with not a single part of the puppet moving. There's a very subtle art to to playing a puppet character that's not doing anything because you have to be doing something. Otherwise, you're just a doll that someone that's propped true, up. Yeah. Like um, 
when I was working on Anadonia, at one point I was playing a mute character who never had any lines. And there was there was just this fine line between moving just enough to where people didn't think I was just a stuffed animal s- sitting on the table and not upstaging everybody. Mm-hmm. We're like, I'm doing too much or I'm hamming it up in the background. Like you just have to just be moving a teeny tiny amount yes. where like, you know, you look like you're alive mm. because you are just a stuffed animal. But at the, in the end of the day. Yeah. So that's my I, puppet tip. No, I, 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 it's like I the, couldn't agree more. An old timey cartoon. It's a really good example. But it's sort of, of bopping around. That. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that, which is way too much. Hmm. And that, or, or like at times I was doing stuff in the background that people were laughing at. And it's like you're distracting from, you know, the actual dialogue. You know, it's a really good example of that being done well is the April's apartment scene in Turtles 2 where Donnie's eating the popcorn and Raph or Mikey has the Butterfinger or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like it's they're not doing much. They're sitting around. It's a shot of the Turtles lounging or Donatangelo in the sewer looking for the pizza guy in the first movie. There's not a lot of motion and it's just the right amount of puppeteering. Yeah, like there was a, there was a scene where I had no interaction with any of my <laughs> the other puppets at the scene but there's a board game out on the table so i was like i'm just gonna keep looking at the board game like i'm planning my next move <laughs> so it's like it's just funny Acting. enough where like yeah where it's like oh harry's doing something funny but it's like not in the script and it's not it's just like trying to not be this dead puppet it's it's that thing where like jim henson or frank oz just become their puppet you know mm-hmm. it's it's they, i've been watching a lot of like kermit the frog on 1970s like tonight show appearances and it's so like the kermit of the 1970s jim henson's kermit is such a subtle creature it's magical the way he mm-hmm. purses his lips or mm-hmm. kind of tilts his head i'm doing the motions on the camera for you guys but the audience right. at home can't see it so i'm sorry <laughs> but the way he sort of just will tilt his head a little bit almost like he's adjusting his tie kermit yeah. the frog right but or he, he has this way of things. smiling and frowning and, and yeah. everything in between yeah and it just it stuck out like a sore thumb in this moment when Raphael's there's a close-up on this giant turtle head and it's granted it's not even lit very well but it's not doing anything there's no eyebrow movement the lips don't move or anything he's not like it does. It looks like a giant doll, or in this yeah. case, at least like a lollipop or something with that <laughs> turtle head. Yeah, you need to you need to look like you're alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a really tricky thing to learn. I'm sure, um, especially when you're crammed under a desk <laughs> or in a giant rubber suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Raph goes in and he enters this house. He sees Yoshi crying. Have we mentioned that Raphael has a scar on his lip? Hmm. He's got a little scar right on his lip, which I think is a nice touch. Um, I wish there were more little touches like that in this movie, little details. Um, there's not. But Raphael enters the house, and the kid's crying. He's like, whoa, 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 why are you crying? What's the matter? And uh, we don't get an answer. We just get a very sad little child looking off camera at the end of minute 63. <laughs> Raphael is holding a yo-yo. I should mention that. Hmm. That's going to come in handy later. But uh, it would have been really funny if Yoshi forgot that there were these giant turtles and he just screamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then and then Raph screamed right, those... and then everyone starts. This is. Love I like to guy. refer to this as Raphael's. Uh, and sh- you know, it's it's more next minute, but Raphael's Uncle Jesse moment. Yes. Oh yeah. And wow. Yoshi's just little Michelle. He walks in the room, turns a chair around, and sits on it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> See, our entire village lesson. is going to die. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Full house got dark. Yeah. <laughs> they're coming and they're going to kill all of you. Yeah. Here's a yo-yo. Especially you, Michelle. <laughs> but and, I'll, I'll be fine in my impossibly tight jeans and leather vest. And you too, other Michelle. <laughs> Doppelganger Michelle. That would have been a funny subplot of someone like subtly realizing that Michelle is two people. But they're not sure. <laughs> like, this kid's been pulling the one? longest con of all time. Yeah. That would have been great. There were a couple episodes where, like, Mary Kate or whichever one, Ashley sh- showed up as, like, their, her evil conscience of the other one yeah. or whatever. Or, yeah. like, her identical cousin in that one episode. Right. <laughs> um, oh, man. Full house. Great. Anyway, listen, that's the end of Minute 63, and we could... You know, talk about other stuff all day rather than talk about Ninja Turtles. But it's a Ninja Turtles podcast, so if we're done talking about turtles, we should probably just be done talking. What do you think, guys? Mm, right. Um, We missed one thing, I think, unless it was in last minute. Right. I don't remember. Oh, fill us in, Rachel. But Mikey is worried about going back to Godzilla time. Oh, yeah. Did we talk right. about this? Yeah, yeah. God- Godzilla, Godzilla land. Times. Godzilla land. In the moment where, right before they're fighting over the scepter, that is one yeah. of the things he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Which Godzilla was- Land uh, theme park? This guys, you should get on that. Yeah, there is a there's <laughs> there a Godzilla should, there theme be. park, right? There's there's one in Japan with you zip line into his mouth. Dude, I've I want to go there. I've yeah. seen pictures of it. It looks rad as as hell. But it's important to me that Mikey knows that Godzilla isn't real, and that Godzilla happened in the sixties. Right. Yes. All right. Nineteen sixties. In, in yes. Mikey's defense, right. He is a bipedal talking ninjutsu wielding lizard. True. Right? He's already like 80% of the way there. So <laughs> it's got to be like a hard sell for Donnie to be like, no, there one was no Godzillas. And Mikey, like, you know, with both hands on his shoulders, like, Donnie, he just look at us. He yeah. goes into his wallet and pulls out a little photo of Toka, and he's just like, but... Yeah. But, but remember this guy? Yeah. But, yeah. like, does he think that Godzilla Land is just dinosaur time? Yeah, you like, say it's dinosaur think... time. They, they, okay. Yeah. Well, so Mikey's it, never seen a Godzilla movie. Apparently not. Well, he knows enough <laughs> about Godzilla to say Godzilla Land. I mean, <laughs> I know enough about Godzilla, Godzilla to say Godzilla Land. Does he say Godzilla Land or Godzilla Times? I, I'm remembering it as him saying Godzilla Time, but I could be um. wrong. I think Either it was way. Land. But Mikey is canonically not smart. Mm. This is <laughs> and like there's a a, mo- a a moment in the IDW comics where they they go to this intergalactic wrestling planet and yes. it has to be explained to Mikey that wrestling is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to get there. I'm so far behind in the IDW books. It's great. All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up. Hey, Sean, where can people hear you? Um, I am still doing my thing. Uh, if you look for uh, uh, broadcast dash thirteen, broadcast dash thirteen online, I will. Uh, you can get in touch with me. I will run a game for you. I will set something up. Also, there is uh, rememberx.com, which you know is is uh, my own. Uh, company uh, Nerdy City. We did uh, a game of '80s suburban horror, um, and uh, we're working on a new one, which is Commandroids, which is '80s uh, transforming robots. Uh, so you can find all that stuff on uh, RememberX.com or NerdyCity.com. 
I got awesome. to play in a Mem- Rememorex campaign not long ago, and it was great. Thank you. Yeah. If you uh, want to take a uh, listen to what Sean's all about, uh, make sure you go back and listen to our mini series called uh, TMNT Up From Below. You can hear Sean running our Ninja Turtles RPG. Uh, and make sure that you stay tuned to the Dueling Genre Network because Sean will be one of this same crew uh, running games in our new show called Table Pop, where we will be playing RPGs of licensed properties. Hooray. And the first one, Adam, we're going to be doing is Ghostbusters. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, that should be full on into production. So uh, stay tuned. Become a Patreon subscriber over at DuelingGenre.com slash support. Head over to TMNTMinute.com at TMNTMinute on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Adam on Tales from the Short Box. Support your uh, local comic shop. Support your local comic shop and uh, go Ninja Go Ninja Go. All right, for the crew here, uh, for Chris, who didn't make it, uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, so, all. I guess Kawabunga. <laughs> all right. That felt weird. I substitute don't want to do that Bunga. Didn't like it. Didn't <laughs> like it. Substitute Bunga. <laughs> <laughs> substitute Bunga. Imposter Bunga. Imposter Bunga. <laughs> <laughs>